The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who to the Kwame Lasker Sports Talk. It is Friday. It is effing Friday. Don't take it personal, but that's just what it is. And it's also Happy Hour Friday. Who's sponsoring the Happy Hour in Arizona? I will be there. I will make sure I have the Uber or the Lyft so we get back to where we need to get back to safely. 888-346-9144. You know the show. You know it's going by fast. I might talk crazy, and then I might just talk crazier. That's how we're going to get down. Got a lot to talk about. I got to figure out, why do I have this headache? Now, I said it was Happy Hour Friday, so I'm going to indulge in a little bit of Pinot, a little my, bit of my wine. It may be at the keg. Uh, don't come following me if you're not buying me a drink, and that's just how that's going down. I got a headache because I was drinking wine after golf. I played nine holes of golf yesterday. I played with my buddy uh, and this old bull crap cheating nine hole thing they do every Thursday. Um, but I think my, dry, you know, I like wine, but I think my wine drinking came from watching him play. It is incredible how bad, <laughs> it is incredible how, I apologize for laughing, not really, but how bad this guy is. This guy just, he, he plays like he don't care. Now, this is my top dog, this is my road dog. He plays like he don't care. I'm, I talk bad about him all the time, but I love the dude to death. Um, but that's probably where my wine from. And then come Ben, come want to buy me drinks. Ben can be on my team. He paying the cost to be the boss. He's buying me wine. He can be on my team. I'm golfing for hire. I used to be pretty good, but I'm good enough for those guys. So I think that's where my headache come from. I thought it was not eating or maybe just trying to get right, get these abs back right, these abdominals back right, doing this cardiovascular. That might be it. So, but it is Friday. It is Happy Hour Friday. Kwame Lasso Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Hey, check this out. Monday, I will be on Snake's Tape uh, podcast. So uh, tune in for that. Uh, Jake the Snake, plumber. One of my favorite uh, NFL players of all time. People, not not just NFL, because there's some NFL guys I don't like, and they know who they are because I told them. But uh, that's one of my favorite guys. He, he was Jake the Snake. He was Jake Plummer from day one. No different. Day one. But I'll be doing Jake's, uh, Jake's takes on his podcast. Coming Monday. Check it out. Uh, I'll, I'll probably say something else about that uh, Monday during my show, during my Monday show. Uh, what do we got in the sporting world? Sporting news. You know it's up to the minute, so anything can happen. But uh, some headlines are J.R. Smith announcing he returning the Cavs. So what? Why do you got to announce that? So what? We didn't see you last year in the playoffs, so you don't have to announce that you're going to be not in the playoffs again. Uh, a no-show in the playoffs, I should say. Rousey defending her title, uh, ex-boxer. Now, that's a fight I would. Now, Rousey, people, it's kind of like the Mike Tyson thing, when you would spend all that money to watch Mike Tyson and it was over in 30 seconds and you feel like you got robbed. You knew what it was going to be. You didn't have to spend your money. You could have watched the previews for 30 seconds or the replay for 30 seconds. You knew what it was going to be. 
But I will watch it. I will pay or sneak in somewhere to watch uh, Ronda Rousey fight again. She's uh she's one of my. She got that attitude. She steps into the she steps into that octagon about her business. You mean business? If I'm competing, I don't care what it is. It's chess. I don't. I'm not your friend until afterwards. I mean, I might shake your hand. I might do those things before. Uh, give you a head nod. Probably give you a head nod. But doing a competition, I am not your friend. This girl shows up about her business. So, yeah, I will check out that Ronda Rousey. All right, we got 20 days left. I, I believe so. We got 20 days left to kick off. Uh, but we're still in preseason right now. I did allude to a little bit. I was going to talk AFC West. Maybe, maybe not. Because I'm still torn. And I still reserve the right to change my mind. Before the season start, because I went, I went Kansas City, Denver, San Diego, then Oakland. Like I said, I like what Oakland's doing with their quarterback and car, but they, I think they need a few more pieces around them. And then I went Denver, San Diego, Kansas City, and then I went San Diego, Denver, Kansas City. Oakland's always going to be last, so I'm just going to kick them out. And then I did went Kansas City, San Diego, Denver. I don't know AFC West. But I did have it down, pinpoint, I think, in my expert opinion. That's right, I said it. Expert opinion of the NFC West. Who will get to the 12 games? And these games have to be significant. They have to be very significant, uh, which games you win in this NFC West. The first one of 12 games will win the division. So far, I got the Seattle Seahawks edging the Cardinals very slightly. And I'm not sleeping on St. Louis in that third spot. San Fran, do the best you can. That's a terrible feeling, right? When you, when you tell a team, do the best you can, and hopefully you get 8-8. Eight and eight. You know, I remember I said, there's a lot of teams <laughs> that have no shot. Not at all. Don't even think about getting your finger fitted for a ring at the beginning of the season. They have no shot of making the playoffs. That's terrible. But I can tell you what, these grown men, these competitive grown men in the sport of football, they believe they do. And it might come down to you just don't have enough players, but you're going to play your heart out. You're going to play hard as you can. But you just it's not going to be enough. And that's a terrible feeling. I've had that feeling before. It's just not enough. 888-346-9144. We got 21 days. We got 20 days to kick off. Uh, there's a lot of decisions to be made in those 20 days with preseason. With the preseason, uh, who have the decision to make? It comes down mostly to quarterback situation and if you're still talking about contracts and I get into a contract that I feel that it, it I think it should be getting done that's me outside looking in I think the contract should be getting done but hey I don't have to pay the guy and I know the ramification of paying somebody this this and that and not preparing for next year but there's no next year for a lot of teams you got to win right now and that's how you get those free agents coming from other teams to come to your team because you put that work in you could get paid man I played at the wrong time they paying these guys at for sneezing twice. Did RG3, let me start with RG3. Did RG3, did his first season do him harm or was it any good? Because he came out. Now, he was drafted number two behind Andrew Luck. Now, you can say what you want about RG3 and Andrew Luck. Um, And I've already said all I wanted about Andrew Luck and RG3. But here's a little bit more. Uh, He got a concussion last night. Remember last year, he was the most sacked quarterback in the league last year. So I'm trying to figure out who's at fault with this. One thing I did say, and I continue to say, RG3 was too not complacent because I don't 
I don't know a lot of like, I don't know a lot of guys that's complacent and trying to be successful. Uh, some guys scared of success. I do know that. But RG three last year, he was to the coaching staff he had. He was too. He tried to do too much for him when he was hurt. Now we now I've said yesterday and, and and on the show quite a few times. You can't make the club in the tub, but you also can't take the field until you heal. Some guys feel pressure when they get big contracts that they have to be out there. You don't have if you have a good team, good teammates. They understand the position and they understand the sport you play. It is football. You're going to get hurt. It's the most violent football, my top three violent football, uh, physical sports, hockey, rugby, and the NFL. Not in that order, but those three. You got good teammates. You got a good team. You could take a, you could take a game off. I know you don't want to. I was one of those guys I hated even missing practice because you sit outside on the practice field with your teammates while they're practicing and you feel like you're letting them down, but you're not. And the guys who know, know you are actually hurt. You might need a day. But then you got those veterans say, well, yeah, you know, I'm going to take this day off. I'm not mad at that neither. You deserved it. You earned it. It's okay as long as it doesn't affect the team. You with me on that? As long as it doesn't affect the team. So RG3, did his first year hurt him? By coming out, being so excited, having that excitement, bringing it to the Washington Redskins, the nation's capital, if you will. Is he a bust or not? Or are we trying to make him a bust? We're saying a lot of things about RG3. Now, I said he was trying to, he was too pleasing. That, that might be what it is. He was too pleasing, in my opinion, for the Washington Redskins, who just wanted him on the field when he was no, no he had uh, injuries. Man, you, who got him hurt last year? He's trying to be too pleasing, and the coaching staff for the Washington Redskins, RG3, is he a bust or not? Remember, we're talking about a grown man with a passion to be the best because he said he was the best. Now, I thought he was on something when he said that because this is a league with Tom Brady still in it, Freddie footballs or not. This is a league with Drew uh, Peyton Manning. This is a league with Roethlisberger, Stanton. Are you the best? Maybe. Should you try to be the best? Absolutely. You're a quarterback. You're a franchise quarterback. They did pick up your 2016 option year. But you have to do more than what you're doing. And I'm not putting it all on you because you got some near thoughts that's not blocking for you. Just like they down in, don't make up a story with James Winston say, is he going to be better than Mariota? Give them guys some time. I know first-round draft picks quarterbacks now don't have time. I need success right now, instant success. Well, if you was... 4-12 and 12 last year or 2-14 and 14 last year, Tampa Bay, whatever you were, if you were that, don't ask my quarterback to come and try to save me. Just get my quarterback, let him grow, let him learn. He's the starting quarterback for your team. Quam Life Sports Talk, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. 
For the first week of July, The Revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel, will explore the exciting world of bows, broadheads, and the off-season grind. So joining us will be Cabela's Archery Category Manager, Ryan Schutz, plus Sportsman's Channel, Mitch Petrie, and Chad Hall from Sheep Shape, and Outdoor Channel's Ryan Langerhans from Buck Commander. And it's presented to you by Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Hi, this is Jake the Snake Plumber. You're listening to Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk with Demery Lachey and Doug Bremer. They're legit. Hey, welcome back. Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk. Let's get right into it. Uh, I got Junior Spivey on a lot. I apologize. Sincerely, on my happy hour Friday for the technical difficulties we had in the show. Hey, it happens. Got Junior Spivey on the line. Spivey, I was talking about RG3. And now, remember, we're talking about a grown man. We're talking about a grown professional. I watched this guy practice, but that was just practice. I mean, I heard this guy throw a football, and it sounded like sizzling in the air. I mean, we know he has an arm. We know he can throw. We know the talent he has. Been psyched more than any quarterback in the league last year. Been psyched last night three times. Got psyched last night three times. There's some decision to make with Colt McCoy and RG3. I still think RG3 is the guy. You pick up his 2016 option, uh, the Washington Redskins does. Are you rolling with this guy? I'm trying to, I don't know who's at fault in this situation of, of his success or lack of success because it's the offensive line. I'm watching the running back not blocking, not picking up cross block. You know I'm watching that. And then when he know he failed, if you watched the game last night, he turned around and went the other way when he know he's supposed to pick up the defensive end or the block from the backside. Now, your backside is what you need to start paying the offensive line lineman, that tackle, left tackle. You start paying him some money. Because if he can't protect you, you find somebody that can protect you. Now, RG3 situation, what do you make about RG3 moving forward this year or and with the Washington Redskins? He's definitely a franchise quarterback. Um, he's the guy, in my opinion. And I just think uh, I think they just need to believe in him and, and put all their, their trust in and uh and, and really invest in the line also. Um, RG is three is the guy. Colt McCoy is not the guy. He's a good backup, mm-hmm. but he's not a franchise quarterback. He's not a, the quarterback that's going to lead him to the playoffs and, and uh, you know, uh, potentially to, to a Super Bowl. I think RG3 is, is that guy. Um, he, he's shown flashes of greatness, you know, before the injury, before the knee injury, and sometimes it takes a little time. I think what hurt RG3 was, uh, you know, getting a new quarterback, I mean, getting a new coach coming in there and, trying to basically implement his power and show that, hey, this is my team. I'm going to do it the way I want to. So I think it was a power struggle there. And RG3 early in his career, being so out in the social media, um, kind of got into trouble and, and, you know, with the interviews and cameras and stuff like that. But I think he learned and he's going to be, you know, he's going to be a superstar uh, for years to come, in my opinion. Well, I hope hope so because it's not so much, uh, I think the owner believes in him. Because there's no way I'm picking up that, that fifth-year option. But you look around the league, what what choice or option did they have if not picking it up or picking it up for RG3? Who was out there that they could thought they can get better? Uh, you mentioned Colt McCoy as being a good backup. You have to have a good back backup. Any quarterback that's backing up anybody this year, you're going to play. At some point, you're going to play this year. At some point, you got to hone your skills up so when it's your time, you're ready. You remember Tom Brady, six-round draft pick? When somebody got hurt, he came in. He did have a good defense, though. 
And I think the Washington Redskins will have a pretty good defense over there. They put the pieces together. But offensively, you have to keep that defense off the field. You have to be able to sustain some drives, move the ball up and down the field, uh, put some points on the board. I've said for years and years uh, when I've learned the game and slowed the game down in my head, um, and I got this from Jake Plummer, play with a calm mind. He used to say that all the time. We used to golf all the time. Play with a calm mind. Um, and and that, that resonated with me. When this guy, RG3, can play with a calm mind and go out there with that confidence level, I don't think it's so much that they have to believe, not the – if the owner believe in you, what RG3 has to do, or what Geno Smith didn't do, is make sure those guys in the locker room believe in him. Make sure when it's like a minute and 26 seconds on the clock and we need a field goal or touchdown, that that guy is the one we want behind the center and he can get it done. So I think it's more so of that, in my opinion, of, of the leadership. RG3, we know he can play. We know the talent. The owner picks up his 2016 option. That's a lot of money. But you have to show those guys around you that you can lead them to the next level and you can become that quarterback to the next level. Because for a long time, forever, as long as these two guys are in the league together, he's going to be compared with Andrew Luck. And if you're watching Andrew Luck, this guy throw more interceptions than anybody. And, and, and if Andrew Luck's fans and the people who don't know football, they say, well, he made a great comeback. Well, of course he made a great comeback. He the one put him in a hole. He The defense, the one gave him the ball multiple times so he can make that comeback. Well, you put them in a hole. And I understand that quarterbacks, like everybody else on the field, they have to get into some type of rhythm. Uh, like the first 15 plays, some coaches, some, some offensive coordinators, they strip 15 plays of the first plays of the game to see how defenses respond. We run certain things on defense to see how offenses respond to them. And it happens, but you have to be able to be that guy to come out and set the tone for your team, your offensive uh, team, and let the defense know we're going to give you some breathing room. You keep playing defense. That was, that's one of the things and one of the blueprints that the Seattle Seahawks have. Would you, would you agree with that? I definitely agree. I definitely agree with you. Um, quarterback is, is, is definitely he's the cornerstone behind offense and even a football team. So, you know, I definitely agree. And I think he has those leadership capabilities. I just think, uh, you know, just take, for instance, Tony Romo. So you're only as good sometimes as your offensive line. And it wasn't until Dallas put a, a pretty uh, competitive and, and good group of, uh, uh, of offensive line until, you know, he, he's shown that he's one of the premier quarterbacks in the league. But without that offensive line, he's just pretty much, you know, above average quarterback, you know, and, I just think if they invest, put their money into an offensive line, same thing. I call it the Michael Vick syndrome. They they feel a lot of a lot of teams feel that when you have a quarterback that can scramble and he can use his legs, they neglect the offensive line. But he'll be a much better quarterback if you invest in that line. You know, say for instance, you know Donovan McNabb and some of the other quarterbacks that had the capability to scramble. You know. If you put money into the offensive line, like the Tom Brady, uh, what they do with Tom Brady, what they do with uh, um, uh, Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck, and 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 so on, you, you really see you really see what those quarterbacks are capable of doing with a, with protection. So I just think if they invest in the offensive line, man, put a, just a competitive offensive line together, I think we'll see some some greatness come from RG three. Yeah, it, it does a, a franchise a team no service when you when you have an athletic quarterback and you neglect some things because of his athletic ability. Uh, I, I agree with that 100%, and we've seen it done. Um, like like the snake. Snake, was uh, he come out of ASU. He was a snake for a reason. This guy had like a sixth sense. Like he, he could feel the, 
the uh, you know pressure on him, and he moves around the pocket and by himself sometimes. But then you still have to fix the offense. You still have to fix that line for protection. And it's great which, that the Dallas Cowboys have gotten back to what they had offensively on the offensive line when they had Emmitt when he was winning Super Bowl. And that's one of the teams that's mentioned in the Super Bowl. But there, there's also 15 other teams that won't even break the huddle and say Super Bowl because they know they're not going. But they're going to play at a high level. They're going to play competitive. They're going to play their hearts out. It's just not going to be enough. So when you get <clears throat> you get a quarterback like RG3, you pick up his option, then it, to me it makes sense that you will fix everything else around him. And, and right. Washington Redskins, they've lost two tight ends, two starting tight ends, um, and they may be calling the old one, like Cooley, back into the mix. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to move away from RG3. Uh, I think he, he has a concussion last night, but as far as reports come out, he's still the starting quarterback. And I hope this is not a long-term effect. Um, for RG3 and the Washington Redskins, uh, they can move on from here, even with that concussion. Now, one of the things they have to do before we leave out of here is um, that offensive lineman, I hope you watch a lot of film, and I hope you feel a certain way when the guys can just blow right by you. Now, I know there's a lot of intricate things that go on in line, on the offensive line with the offensive lineman and defensive lineman, but you cannot be getting your quarterback smashed up from the backside Two and three times. At some point, one of those hits going to cost your quarterback, and at the end of the day, it's going to cost your team. Now, who else had a who else have a quarterback uh, situations? The Buffalo Bills have one with Matt Castle. Matt Castle dressed out last night, but he didn't play. Uh, who got the nod was Tyron Taylor, Virginia Tech uh, product, Virginia product. Uh, also was in uh, the Baltimore Ravens franchise program for about four years of his uh, NFL career. Now he's moved around. He was out here actually looking good. He and Colin Kaepernick worked out a lot together at uh, Exos. Um, and they look, they look good, but it's not, I mean, it's working out. It's getting ready to be something special. Uh, so he was out here religiously working out, getting it done, uh, putting himself in a position to be the starter. And this is where he is right now. Now, I don't know what the Buffalo Bills are going to do because they have more problems in the quarterback situation. Like, we got 20 days until kickoff. But a lot of decisions have to be made in this preseason right now with the what what teams are gonna do. And a lot of those decisions goes from the quarterback position. Buffalo Bills, Matt Castle, Tyron Taylor, and EJ Manuel. I, I wonder what's what happened to EJ Manuel. I didn't expect him to be a first rounder out of Florida State, but he was a first round pick out of Florida State. And now he might be holding the clipboard for this team. Because Tyron balled out last night in the time he had, and I was glad to see him play with the first team to see what he can do, what well, most of the first team, because a lot of those guys didn't play, because Matt Castle dressed out. And that, to me, I, w- I was thinking, he didn't dress out. He didn't play wide. Matt Castle needs some work also. I know Matt might have had about 76 starts in the NFL, but he needs some work. There's a reason why he's been on three different teams, maybe four different teams, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but he didn't dress out. And maybe Rex Ryan wanted to see Tyron Taylor and and what he could do with most of the first team and most of the guys, the starters he had, because he doesn't have a uh, LaShawn McCoy. He doesn't have that guy because he has a hamstring problem, and we don't even know if he's going to be ready for the first game of the season. I think that's September 13th against the – maybe – I think it's against the Jets. Uh, but he, who knows if he's going to be ready or not. Um, they have uh, Fred Jackson, another veteran. They, they have all their veteran running backs. They got two starters. They got two running backs over there in Buffalo. And both of them rookies. So we'll see what happens with the, the running back situation. But as far as the quarterback situation, I'm thinking Rex Ryan might have already decided on who his quarterback was, was going to be, depend, depending on how he's going to run this offense. 
But if you got the best defense, what a top five defense that the Buffalo Bills, and I say this because I had him in my fantasy, and you was in that fantasy last year, those guys showed up every weekend. Now, if you got a quarterback in Tyron, I'm not discounting what Matt Castle does and why he's started 76 times in the National Football League. Not discounting that at all. But you got a guy who can buy you some time and make some plays. He has an arm. He uh he has an understanding of football. You have to go with the best. And it's, it's kind of like a situational thing, too. You have to go with the best quarterback who's going to put points on the board for you, who's going to sustain drives, who's going to put points, who's going to do that for you offensively and give the whole team life as far as we can actually win more than 10 games this year. If you got, if you got to make that decision, and it's sad that E.J. Manuel might be holding clipboard, but who do you put at quarterback for the Buffalo Bills? I'm, I'm putting EJ Manuel. I'm going with EJ Manuel. You know, that's just uh, that's just what I'm gonna go with. I mean, he finally has now some some players to work with. He got some talent over there on that side, and let's see what he does with with with, with Shady McCoy back there and, and the other weapons that he has over there. You know, and then go from there. And then from there, you know, you make a decision if it's, it's going to be Taylor or Castle um, as your backups. So uh, that's just me. I would I would you know I would I would say it's EJ Manuel. It's his team, and the rest of the guys are fighting for that for that uh, for that backup role. Is it is, you know, it, is it his and team? I'll see what he had, what he can do with that. Let me ask you this before we go to break. But is it is it his team because they drafted him to the Buffalo Bills, or he's playing better? I know you mentioned that he has some weapons around him now um, because he got Sammy Watkins. He has a. Uh, he, Percy Harvin is over there. Sammy Watkins. They got another receiver that's pretty good, if I'm not mistaken. Because you got to have two dynamic receivers. You got to that third one. Got to be something special, in in all phases of offense and special teams. But you have a running back now that you you get a veteran in Fred Jackson. Also, he has what he has. So me drafting that guy over there doesn't make it his team. Or I go with the best guy out of this coming out of this preseason. Yeah, but I, real quick, I, I just think that he's shown flashes also mm-hmm. of some greatness. He's shown some flashes of what he can do and he can lead a team. I just think now he has, you know, a few weapons, I think he'll be able to do more. I mean, we've seen with the little bit he had in the past, he was able to do something with it. Um, unfortunately, I mean, you know, it cost him his job. I, think, well, I don't know if it was an injury or it was something that, that cost him his job. I believe it was last year or whatnot. But uh, I just think he has he has the ability to lead that team. And I just think uh, him being healthy and, and and with the weapons that he has, he, we, you know, he gives that team a, team a chance to win. That's just me. No, I hear um, you. I hear you. So we yeah. gonna, I'm going to take a quick break. I definitely appreciate Spivey calling in. Uh, always good to uh, have have, some, have my guys call in that's well-versed in sports and not just baseball. He is a World Series champion, but he knows all sports. He does a lot of great things that's going on in the Valley, has his foundation. Um I don't know if you have to take off, but I do appreciate you being on for these two segments. Quarmel Sports Talk, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. to the pros we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience tune in to sports info um with daryl oliver and sam sword we'll talk about the drafts play-by-play and even what's happening in the offseason 
Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Hi, this is Jake the Snake Plumber. You're listening to Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk with Demery Lachey and Doug Bremer. They're legit. Hmm. Welcome back to Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk. This segment and one more, and we're going to get out of here. Thank God it is Friday. Happy hour Friday. Uh, and Friday. Uh, make sure you're out there safe. If you're going to do partake in some happy hour, Uber and Lyft is not a stranger to you now. It's well worth it. The, 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 the results could be different if you don't use them. Hey, welcome uh, again. Welcome back. That was Junior Spivey was uh, joined us for the show. Like I said, Junior is actually well-versed. He is a World Series champion with the Diamondbacks. That was twenty. That was 2001. These guys beat the Yankees. Um, that was a great atmosphere here in Arizona uh, because the staff and the team they put together. Also, um, I told you, you know what feels good? Is that it's football season. I just realized that. Now, I guess I didn't care anyway, but it's football season and everything just feels better. And the Cardinals are winning. I should say the Cardinals are winning in this football season in that order. I think that's what it is. Everybody has that different walk, like they got on brand new pair of clothes, new shirt, new shirt, new uh, pants, and and what have you. We're talking about the situation with the Buffalo Bills quarterback, um, Matt Castle, Tyron Taylor, and EJ Manuel. Spivey thinks that EJ Manuel should be a quarterback. I don't, I don't have any um, problem with that, but it looks like he may. What what's going on right now? It's only been two preseason games. Tyron Taylor played well last night. And you're talking about a quarterback situation. You're talking about how much how much rope are you giving these guys? If anything goes bad, are you quick to pull whomever your starter's going to be? E.J. Manuel, who you drafted out of Florida State. Again, one of the things he does have around him now is weapons. He has Sammy Watkins they drafted out of. I think Sammy comes out of Clemson. You got Percy Harvin, who's uh, played on two other teams before landing in Buffalo. Tyron, who was a Virginia Tech product, we know, we knew this guy. We thought this guy would be a high draft pick, but he goes into the sixth round to Buffalo. So great steal for Buffalo. He never started a game in Buffalo, but he was on that roster for a reason for four years as the backup quarterback, played in some games here and there, but never a starter. I watched this guy work out at Tyron Taylor at, at Exos this year as I trained the defensive backs, getting ready for their next level. But it's his time now. And it's also depending on what Rex Ryan feels gives him the best option to win. This is not anything. I, this is, I, I would say, as, as a quarter, as a head coach, this is personal. Because Rex Ryan, remember, he's in Buffalo because he didn't win in New York. 
He's in Buffalo because he did not win in New York. Now you got to find your quarterback because how many chances are you going to get to be a head coach? I know you come from a, a coaching family because my first head coach in the National Football League was Buddy Ryan. You know Buddy Ryan. Defensive genius-minded guy. Taught his sons, Rex and Rob, similar the similar things that he knew. And defensively, they have been successful. But one thing you can't do is neglect the offense. So in making a decision, Rex Ryan, Buffalo Bills head coach, you have to make a decision on who's going to be the, who's going to be best for your team. I say team because I'm talking about quarterbacks and they they offensive guys. But you know most of these guys, you think about the New England Patriots. Who you think about? Tom Brady. Who you think about on defense? Um, nobody comes to mind to me. But I know who they have on defense. I know who they have on defense. But I'm just saying that oral or that overall perception. Your quarterback got to be that guy who's going to eventually be the face of that franchise. You can't have a turnstile at the quarterback position. You can't do that and be successful at the same time. <clears throat> it is impossible. Matt Castle or Tyron Taylor or E.J. Manuel. And once you get that fixed, Rex Ryan, and I want to harp on this too much, you got to worry about who's going to carry the ball for you because you're Fred Jackson, Shady McCoy, LaShawn McCoy, Bryce Brown. Your, your guys are out. They're, they're done. Not not done done, but you got two you got two rookies who might have to have to open the season for you this year. And that's not gonna be what do you expected. On the other side of the football for the Buffalo Bills, defensive attacker Marcel Darius, I think he went to two Pro Bowls. He's saying it's hard to become a to be there because he feels like he's not wanted. Marcel Darius is unhappy. He wants the Dominican Sioux money. The guy's 25 years old. Mm. He's 25 years old. When you talk about Sioux, you have, an, you have a perception of the Dominican Sioux and how dominant he is. But you, I did say I watched the Buffalo Bills defense, and these guys were flying around the football field like they mean business, like they were the best in the league, and they were in the top ten. You in the top ten, you have a chance. If you're in the top ten in the football and the NFL defensively, you have a chance. Kind of like I said about the say, uh, St. Louis Rams. If you can resuscitate your offense, you got a great chance. There's only 15 teams that have a legitimate chance of getting in the playoffs. And once you get in the playoffs, anything can happen. I've seen it. I've been, I've been a part of it. Anything can happen. Marcel Darius wants a new contract. He wants the Dominican Sioux money. Dominican Sioux got paid. Pay. I told you they're giving money if you, if you sneeze hard enough or how you sneeze. If they like the way you sneeze, you can get a huge contract. They're giving away money now. But some guys deserve it. And this is, this is one of those guys for the Buffalo Bills that deserve it. And I mentioned earlier in the first segment of the show, if you're talking about money doing – I guess you could do it right now because it is preseason. But once the season st- starts, you can't be worrying about the money. I, I know guys around you are getting paid. I know what you're worth. Uh, I know what you've done. I know what the numbers say. But you got to go into the season because I was that guy. I was uh, They franchised me here in Arizona. But bringing in some bums and paying them five years, 25 million, I'm like, five years, 20, what? He must be cold-blooded. They're never going to catch a ball on this guy. He's that good? That was not the case. It was just where you come from and, and part of the organization not knowing better. So I understand him 
saying it's hard because out of anger you say some things, but you really don't mean them. So as you get more mature, 25-year-old man, as you get become more mature, some things you can't say out of anger because they still were said. I can forgive you, but I won't forget them. And organizations like to hold grudges. Organizations like to hold grudges. They pay the man his money. It's like KGB. Pay that man his money. He's well worth it. He's well deserving of it. He's, he's anchoring your, your defense, your front, your front four. You got a front four and it look like you guys are blitzing? Yeah, you pay that guy his money because that sets the tone for your, your next three. Your, then you got a great front seven. Then you got some defensive backs that can take chances and make some plays. Here's what's going to have to happen. Find your quarterback position. I'm moving on for this. This is my last thing about the Buffalo Bills and we moving on. Find your quarterback, a starting quarterback, and roll with him. Unless it becomes drastic where you have to make a change. Then pay this guy, Marcel Darius, his money and move on, Rex Ryan. Is the New York Giants quarterback, Eli, Eli Manning, is he worthy of being the highest paid quarterback in the National Football League? Well, if you look at the past six years, he's outballed a lot of quarterbacks. I think he was resuscitated with Odell Beckham coming into the league because of, of, what is it, Victor Cruz got hurt, had an ACL last year. When Odell Beckham finally played, and, and that's another guy that I watched train at XOs, and I thought, like, this guy, you put him in a slot. No one, no one, I don't care who that defensive back is, is going to be able to cover him. But he's a number two guy, possibly number one guy. They got a great thing over there. When you got a great problem, when you got a great problem of having more than one quarterback, when you got a great problem of having more than one receiver and where you can play these guys, it makes it hard to defend these guys defensively. Eli Manning wants to be the highest paid quarterback. Now, no NFL guy, or maybe I should say no NFL quarterback, going to say, I want to be the highest paid quarterback because in, in essence you're you actually saying, I want to, I'm the best quarterback in the NFL. That's just me. And I think most people... When you look at football players and you, you worry so much about their money and what they have, and then you forget about they are actually in a sport where they're supposed to get paid. If they, was, if they was tearing up movie tickets, then they would get paid to tear up movie tickets. They would get paid that numbers. But this sports warrants this. The NFL brings in this type of money, so there's TV money, there's revenues, there's, there's, in, there's the uh, gate money. This type of pay warrants this. But I think it's more so the NFL quarterbacks who don't want to say because the receivers say it at a drop of the dime. I want to be the highest paid quarterback. I mean, receiver. Quarterbacks are not going to say, I want to be the highest paid because in essence, you're saying I'm the best quarterback. Shouldn't you believe you're the best quarterback? But don't be crazy if your numbers are not speaking for themselves. Does that make any sense to anybody? Don't be crazy saying I'm the best quarterback, RG3, if your numbers are not speaking for themselves. Let your numbers speak for yourself. God, people know, if you're the best quarterback, people know you're the best quarterback. And it's not even so much a, a really big deal what people know. What are you doing for your team? What are you doing for, your, for the franchise? What are you doing as being coming the face of that franchise? Eli Manning wants to be the highest paid quarterback. He'll tell you, though, nobody has said that, but that's what we do. We, media, so-called pronosticators think we're a genius at this, this, and that. 
We create stories. We create stories, and, it, and Eli, Eli Manning may be right. Nobody from his camp, this is funny when they say from his camp, this is from his team, people that's close to Eli. No, none of his agents, his, his PR people uh, have said that he wants to be the highest paid quarterback. But I don't hear Eli Manning saying, I don't want to be the highest paid quarterback. Eli Manning has two Super Bowls more than his brother. Eli Manning beat the one that y'all call the great or top three or top two best quarterbacks in the league now, Tom Brady, beat him twice. I don't ever hear about Aaron Rodgers talking about I want to be the highest paid quarterback. If you who you are or who you're supposed to be, your franchise will take care of you. Some franchises are different than others now. Let me throw that out there because I don't want to sound like an idiot, complete idiot. I'm somewhat an idiot sometimes, but not a complete one. Some franchises are different than others. Aaron Rodgers would never have to say that. But Aaron Rodgers go out there and do what he's supposed to do, and I know what you mean to my team. I know what you mean to this franchise, to this organization. I just think the Green Bay Packers have loyalty. They got more loyalty than anybody that I know of, I think. Maybe the Pittsburgh still have loyalty also because you think about over the past 20 years how many quarterbacks they've had or started for that team, for that franchise. We may never know the truth about if Eli said this or Eli said that or if it came out of his camp, but I guarantee you I don't hear Eli saying, I don't want to be the highest-paid quarterback in the National Football League, and why not? Why not? You got two Super Bowl rings. Every year they're putting your, your head coach on a hot seat. You become the Eli Manning again has a lot to do with those guys around you. Odell Beckham resuscitated your, 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 your numbers. He made you feel like there could be life. You're the same Eli Manning that said, look, hey, you can draft me if you want to, but I'm not going to San Diego. So who's to say you didn't say I didn't want to be the highest paid quarterback? We already know what you're about. We already know you, Eli. Not a bad guy in, in, in essence. You should be able to go where you want to go. But this is the business in the NFL. If I draft you, here you going. Now I got to trade you? Now I got to do what I have to do because you're telling me you don't want to play for the San Diego Chargers? Now, Phillip Rivers had a great career in, in San Diego. Pretty real good. A real good career in San Diego. I know we all will see guys like that. You look back and say, damn, this guy deserved a Super Bowl. Well, it's not easy winning a Super Bowl. I'm going to finish up on these quarterbacks. I'm going to come back and talk about some other stuff too also. And my last segment, Quamalasa Sports Talk. Take a quick break. I'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Surfing is taking the world by storm. It's not just the sport itself, but the culture that surrounds it. 
From music to fashion, art, and competition, Surf Talk Show is a place that will showcase it all. Your hosts are JJ and The Doctor, two surfing enthusiasts who have lived and traveled the lifestyle and culture. They'll bring you the knowledge and entertainment that'll keep you riding the wave. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. on the West Coast, 2 p.m. East Coast on Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. This is Frank Sanders, former player with the Arizona Cardinals. You're listening to the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show with Demery Lachey and Doug Brimmer, the number one sports talk show in Phoenix, Arizona. Welcome back to the Prime Lassie Sports Talk. That right there, that's my happy hour song for the day. That's, what I, that's how I'm going to get down today. But I'm not going to do that fireball whiskey stuff. I'm, I'm just going to sip, put my pinky up, have me a glass of Pinot uh, at the keg. Don't come looking for me unless you buy me a drink. I told you that in the first segment. Welcome back, 888-346-9144. I was talking to Eli Manning. According to these uh, stupid ratings and all this stuff that they do for somebody to make some money outside of football player. Who Manning produced a 3.17. Uh, this is all metric stuff. You know, his his production was valued at 17.6 million dollars, and that's close to the cap. Because I think what he's making now is uh, this he had a six year contract, so it was 19.75 million. If Eli signs a new deal, or if he doesn't sign a new deal, and the New York Giants franchise him, Eli will be franchised at 23.7 million dollars for the 2016 season. So either way, you're going to pay Eli for one year, $23.7 million, or you're going to sign Eli to a contract for about $19.7 million a year. Goodness gracious, they sneeze and they're going to give it to you. But the guy does have two Super Bowl rings. I don't care how you got him, you got him. And you were the quarterback when you got him. Now, if he's franchised, he will become the highest paid quarterback in NFL that year, because Aaron Rodgers makes about $22 million uh, a year. Aaron Rodgers deserve it. We've seen if you don't have a quarterback, you're not winning. We've seen the Cardinals 9-1 last year fall apart by not having a quarterback or not having their starting quarterback. Um, and I'm not putting – that's why you got to have a, a, a good backup quarterback, in my opinion. you got to have the good backup quarterback to come out there and buy you some time. Let's say you got four games. Win me two of those. Keep me in the hunt till my quarterback gets back. If you win three, that's icing on the cake. So, I don't know, 34 years old. So, don't don't put a number on Eli being 34 years old because, hey, sports writers, analysts, that's 34 years old. You cannot do what that 34-year-old can do, so don't talk bad about him and the system that he's in. Some guys can play at 34. Eli Mann is not old, old. I think he can get it done. Uh, but he's, uh, let's say he's just... Productive in 2015, he makes the 23.7 on franchise tag. That's a great number. His team gets in the playoff with a chance 
to win the Super Bowl. You know the New York Giants went to the Super Bowl at 9-7 and seven and they won the Super Bowl? Do you know that? The New York Giants went to the Super Bowl with a 9-7 and seven record. And I told you, once you get in the playoffs, anything can happen. How these guys get knocked off and falling. You think one team is going to be that dominant team, but some lesser team beat them, and then you were already better than the team that beat the best team? If you follow me, it's easy. It makes your path easier. Like anything can happen in the Super Bowl. Oh, Romo is close behind with $37 million. Romo got a $37 million base salary from his, 24, his 2014 production. You know who played it smart, and you guys may, it may make some sense once I say his name. The guy who played it smart before he got his contract was Joe Flacco for the Baltimore Ravens. Joe Flacco, if he's making 22, I don't know what his salary is, but if he's making 22 million or 23 million, it's well deserved because he sacrificed and took a chance of saying, because they wanted to pay him before he got that contract. The New York Giants wanted to pay, I mean, I'm sorry, the Baltimore Ravens wanted to play, pay this guy before he got his contract. And he said, nope, I'm worth more than that. I take my chance. They go to the Super Bowl, they win it. Joe Flacco get paid hugely, well deserved. And that's how you got to do it. If you believe in yourself, if you believe in yourself, then you, you do what you have to do to get what you want. Because if, at the end of the day, they're trying not to give it to you. They are trying not to give you this money. And that's just the business of it. I, I, I know you're worth $23 million, Eli Manning. Um, I know you're worth $22 million, Aaron Rodgers. But I'm not going to even put Aaron Rodgers in this category. What's surprising is how much Tony Romo's getting paid. But he's in Dallas. Everything goes big in Dallas. I'm not putting you in that category. But if I can, if I can, I'm going to negotiate you down to $18 million. And I'm going to let you negotiate to 19, which I'm comfortable with. That's nothing but typical negotiations. Typical negotiations. Uh, but these quarterbacks, you got to have a quarterback. Give your quarterback your money. Also, give your, your defensive tackle and Marcel Darius, guys like that, and Dominic Sue, guys who change the game, guys who stop the run. Because if you can make an offense from the defense standpoint, one-dimensional, you are winning. I don't care how many receivers they, they have. You are winning, and that's why I think that Chris Johnson signing for the Arizona Cardinals was good because you add another running back to the mix. Arizona Cardinals, you have to be able to run the football. You have to be able to run the football. You got Larry Fitzgerald, you got uh, uh, Joe Brown over there, John Brown, I'm sorry, and you got the uh, uh, what's the other quarterback? Floyd, Michael Floyd over there, and you got another you got another receiver, but you can't use them all. You can't run the tens personnel all the time. Tens personnel is one back, four receivers. You can't run tens personnel all the time. Because now you're making yourself one-dimensional. If a team can't stop it, they can't stop it. So I understand that. But you have to have different packages where you can go out there and keep a, a defense off balance. But if you got a defense tackle like Marcel Darius, who can shut down the run, now it takes those other three guys around him, but those other three guys around him are pretty good. If you can make a team one-dimensional, offensively or defense, that is a terrible feeling. You They are at your mercy. You can do whatever you want to do. Defensively, shoot, we blitz. It looks like a blitz, but we got four defensive linemen that, that can get after you. When I was playing with the Arizona Cardinals, we used to watch the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Warren Sapp and those guys. We thought they were blitzing. They weren't blitzing. They had four dominant defensive linemen. These guys got at it. So that's what you want. That's what you want as a, as a, uh, as a franchise. You want those guys who can come out there and be a difference maker. 
whether that be from the quarterback position or defense position. I, I've had a lot of defensive makers, uh, playmakers on my team. I, I mentioned Snake being one of them. I mentioned um, I've said time in and time out that Larry Center, if Larry Center's never made a play on the football field but he was on the football field, he made 10 other guys around him better. And then the defense had to count for him. Remember, Larry Center's led the lead and receptions from the fullback position. And he's listed as a fullback, but led the lead in receptions as a fullback. Larry Sinners is the, he led the lead twice in reception as a non-receiver. Mm. You know what I'm thinking right now? I'm thinking Hall of Fame. When is his name number going to be called? I'm thinking Hall of Fame. Not just because of reception, because the time he put in and what he's done. Because when it happened, see, here's the problem with the Hall of Fame. They saw you out so long that the lead has changed now. So everybody can get those numbers because you can't touch the receivers anymore. So it's okay. You can't touch the quarterback anymore. So it's okay to get those numbers up. But when he was doing it, it was a different football season. It was different. Not, I think it was a different football game, not season. So you got you to gotta reward the man for what the game was when he was playing it. Mm. Now that I popped in my head, I'm thinking Hall of Fame because I was just in Canon. I, I can see him in that gold jacket. Before I get off this air, Bruce Jenner or Caitlyn Jenner, one of them, might be possibly going to jail. Now, if that does happen because it's a vehicular man- manslaughter, if that does happen, where, which jail is Jenner going to? Which jail would Jenner go to? This case is going to be presented to the DEA, uh, not not DEA, the DA, um, this week or next week, and there's a pretty good chance that now there's some Hollywood stuff, and it's Bruce Jenner or Caitlyn Jenner, but it was Bruce Jenner who hit, who got in an accident, the vehicular manslaughter. It was fatal, so in fatal, somebody died. Now there's going to be a lot of drawn out court cases where we just going to forget about it and say, oh, what happened to Bruce Jenner? Uh, he's out of, He didn't go to jail. But if Bruce or Caitlin goes to jail, which jail is he going to? It's happy hour Friday, and my time is up, and I have to get out of here. But that was just something to think about. Um, you follow sports this weekend, and I'm going to come back. I'm going to talk a little bit more. You know sports is up to the minute, so Kwame Lassie Sports Talk. Y'all have a happy hour Friday. Um, check me out on Snake's Take Monday after my show. I'm out. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 
if the financial markets interest you, if you want to potentially earn a higher return, if you're not satisfied with your investment returns, or if you're only making 1% on your investments sitting in the bank. Do you see the stock market? 